sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. I know this is a special cruise the internet because uh, normally these come out on Friday, but we're going to try to give you two this week. You know, the old uh, the old tag team. Be you know three. It's a triple team. Uh, triple team. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you hoes will like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? The hoes that don't share the show on that. Yeah, they're going to love it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let's just get into the show. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Yeah. Guys, don't forget, we do have a fee for the show, though. Speaking yeah. of those hoes. Yeah. The fee is share the fucking show. And don't be it. A hoe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, let's get into it, Even man. Even if you like the triple team. <laughs> nasty motherfuckers. There is some nasty people out there, bro. Dude. We'll just look at Instagram for an hour. Five minutes. Yeah. Five Bro, I just saw a reel. This is the problem with society. I just saw a reel from one of those red pill shows where there's a young girl, I mean, 25 probably, mm-hmm. talking about how she gives her man a blowjob and then until she throws up and then she sucks the throw up off of his fucking pee. Yeah. So what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> this is on the and my point is is that and then that's she laughs. Shit, and she's man. like sometimes I just throw up on the floor and my dog eats it. No, that's disgusting. Yeah, like that's the level of fucking human being that we're dealing with in the world. Like yeah. that's the that's the degradation of culture. Like almost like there's like a lot of times I really feel I'm like fuck bro, just give us those nukes. <laughs> just give them to us, bro. Even if it fucking gets me, we deserve it. Release the crack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's fuck, disgusting, man. dude. That's low shit, man. But it's not like humanity hasn't been through this before. We went through this 1920s and 30s Germany with the Weimar Republic. If you know your history, you know that. So you can go back and look at the degra- degradation of culture in that time period was actually worse than what's going on now. But we're definitely headed down the fucking... Um, history repeats itself, man, and it comes in cycles. Bro, it's just gross. It's just gross to me that like these young women have resorted to just straight up like disgusting shit on the internet yeah. you know what i'm saying it's so public now yeah dude and like talking about it and laughing about it like it's no big thing and like like bro you're that shit's gonna be on the internet forever you know and i don't know it's whatever man and then they wonder why they can't find no good dudes and these all these fucking stupid bitches think they're gonna fucking find some rich dude who's real smart to take care of them what they don't realize is that rich dude he's smart for a fucking reason he's rich you, for a reason yeah you ain't <laughs> you don't want that you know what? Some girl that's talking about fucking that on the internet. No. It's just, they don't even understand what they're doing, dude. No. Like, imagine meeting a woman like that when she's 35 and then uh, finding the videos of that on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't going to work. No, it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to work for any dude. Uh, the only dudes it's going to work for are like low life, like dudes that just want to bang. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no long term commitment no. there. And, no. and it's just like, I could see it, but. It's whatever. And dude, it's funny because, you know, 10 years ago, I was just way more fucking socially liberal than I am now. I had to really like, I used to like not care what people did. Mm -hmm. I used to think like, you know, it doesn't matter what people do. Let them do their thing. Let them be them. I'll be me. They'll lose. I'll win. And that's good enough. But it's not good enough because look what it's done to culture and look what it's done to society. Mm -hmm. And these people should be shamed. They should be made fun of. They should be ostracized. Really, real talk. We got to get back to a high, more a high level standard. standard. And I'm, bro, to. listen, I'm gonna tell you this. And that's not say like, like, listen, well, nobody's perfect, bro. That's that, not the point. Exactly. I was gonna say that, bro. I've made every fucking mistake you bro. can make in life, all of them, bro. But like, I recognize that they were mistakes, mm-hmm. and I corrected the behavior, and I try to do the right thing from there on out. Yeah. Like real hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like and nobody's even thinking about no, the future. I don't fucking care, bro. It's about like shares and engagement yeah. on the internet. The internet has truly ruined humanity. And those of you who weren't around before it don't understand what I mean when I say that you think it's better. It's not even, it's not even close to better. It's, it's a hundred times worse. Society's a hundred times worse since the, imita- uh, the invention of the internet and yeah. yeah. in, in pretty much every way. The only way it's better is that you can make money a little bit faster. Well, that, that's literally about it. But I mean, fuck, you look at the hate, you look at the bullying, the, I mean, <clears throat> the degradation, the morality of our women and 
even men like the show. I mean, it, it's the, like the bro. And I'm not been, some fucking church choir motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with that. But it's just. But it, then on the other side, dude, we gotta rebuild this standard in society, bro. Yeah, but then on the other side, we have all these people like finding God again, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Jesus and God have become like a new thing for a lot of younger people. Yeah. But <clears throat> in the same breath that they're talking about Jesus and God, they're coming down on people so hard. And, and condemning people so hard, like they're perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like three weeks ago, bro, you forgot that. Yeah, like, you did those things. Yeah. And you yeah. did these things. And, you know, you have skeletons in your closet. And if all these godly people out here had their skeletons exposed, like a lot of people have happened to them, we'd see a whole different picture. Right. And how often does that happen? It doesn't happen because most of these no, people. No, but like it does happen no, sometimes where like these godly people. Like, well, I think that's well, karma. Yeah. I think yeah. when you ride around on a, on a holier than thou message and a holier than thou um, persona, eventually it comes out that you're not as holy as you pretend to be. But my point is, <laughs> because I am a godly person, I, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm sure God's like, what the fuck most of the time. All right. Real talk. But I do my best, bro. And, <clears throat> um, people wonder why more people don't like go to church or find God or find Jesus. And it's because the people that, that promote it the most are the biggest hypocrites and everybody can see it plain as day. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a very, it's a like all you guys finding Jesus and find God, why don't you actually study what it means to be a holy person? You know, understand, you know, he who's without sin cast the first stone is a principle to live by. And these motherfuckers launching boulders. Yeah, and 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 fucking think that they, they don't live in a glass house. Yeah. And that's why people won't go to church. That's why people, when they hear church, they won't, they're like, ugh. Yeah. Because of people like that. Yeah. So like, dude, if you're one of these people, and by the way, I think it's awesome that people are finding Jesus and finding God and finding something bigger than themselves to believe in. A moral in. compass. I yeah. love that. Yeah. But don't be a fucking hypocrite, bro, and push people away. Don't be a hypocrite and, and, and judge people. Don't be this Don't be this guy. Don't be the guy. Those Christian people are the reason that not everybody believes because they push them out. Anyway, that's oh, my soapbox. That's real shit, man. It, dude, it. it's been on my mind, man, because yeah. I can see the younger generations getting more in tune with Jesus and God, which I think is great. But I don't think it's great the way that they prance around like, you know, they've done no bad or they've done no harm or they've done, you know, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like, dude, if you really want to fucking live in in, in uh, the footsteps of Jesus, let's hear your fucking skeletons, motherfucker, before you start throwing them on everybody else. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Everybody yeah, bro. Humans are not perfect. That's what it talks about in the Bible. You're not designed to be perfect. You're designed to be someone who makes mistakes. You're supposed to make mistakes. That's the point. Jesus died for the sins of mankind. To walk around and pretend like you have no sins, what do you think God thinks? God sees all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. And you're. And then what do you think he thinks when you walk around and act like you're holier than thou? And then he knows what you fucking did. That's not endearing to God. Mm-hmm. God looks at you and says, you're full of shit, bro. And by the way, you're using my name for clout. Fuck you. That's what he says. Yep. If he was in 2024. We'll see who really gets sent yeah. to eternal damnation. Huh? <laughs> Said that we'll really see. Yeah. Who gets Wait for the comments for people. Oh, I can't believe Randy talks about God and then yeah. uses profanity. There's profanity in the Bible. Yeah. Scubula means shit. There's all kinds yeah. of it, actually. There's hell in there? there? No. There's actual profanity in the fucking Bible. Scubula? It means shit. Huh. Yeah. Ask Vaughn about it. Hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> let's move on. new every day. Yeah. I like it. No, I love it, man. I love it. Um, it is cruise the internet, so let's uh, let's do some cruising. I actually got a little something special for you guys a little bit later, so stay tuned for that. Um, but remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyfortella.com. We have them all linked there, so you guys can follow along with that. Um, but with that being said, headline number one. I, I would like to say, <clears throat> before people start making comments about what the fuck I'm drinking, because this clearly is not just water, <laughs> I am drinking water with a first form hydration stick. Mm. Because I'm not feeling very good. So I'm trying to feel better. We're still at work. Yeah, these are amazing products, by still the way. I think it's the most underrated product that we make. Go to firstform.com, not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, we should actually get that set up. Like firstform.com forward slash not, not an, an ad. ad. All yeah. my recommended products. This is all the products. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get on that. Let's yeah. do that. All right. Uh, guys, headline number one. Andy and DJ go to Davos. Let's cruise over there and see how they're doing over there. Look cold. Um, it looks really fucking cool. I mean, it's not as, I mean. Uh, Can I ask a real question? Yeah, 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 If these people are such enemies of the world and the enemies of, of Russia and humanity. China and all humanity, why is Davos still even a city? Hmm. 
Mm. But it's funny, like, dude, because I was like, I was trying to look into Davos and like, you know, like, what the fuck do you like? I mean, outside of being, you know, these. And by the way, I don't fucks. mean blow up the whole city, but we can get nice and just the ta- build. Yeah. T- tactical. Warheads on foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, but I try to like, like, what the fuck do you do in Davos other than, you know, what they do? Like, it's like suck globalist dicks. Is that what it, well, it's yeah. funny because CNN, I kind of, kind of alluded to that. <laughs> Best yeah. things to oh, do in Davos. Dude, these are like, like one of the biggest things they fly in all kinds of prostitutes and shit. Do they talk about I be- that? I believe it. No, they, they didn't mention uh, that in this article, but yeah, I, I do remember seeing yeah, that. It's a huge deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but like, they were like, you slide downhill faster than the global economy. <laughs> Raise a glass, your elevated status at restaurant. Jackass porn. Um, Get full. Be a comp. Oh, shit. Where'd they come from? Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't do that to me today, man. <clears throat> you know, I might die. Yeah. No, but let, let's, let's dive in because that's some interesting stuff going on in Davos. So um, you got the usual shit, right? You got um, like this headline reads WF uh, EU chief von der Leyen demands censorship of industrial-scale disinformation at Davos. The typical shit. Like, I mean, this is expected. They right? mean us. Yeah, that's us. Like, yeah. they're, they're trying to, you know, really, really push it on private businesses. To us enact, and people like us. Uh, tech censorship in the uh, face of industrial-scale disinformation. Bro, the only people putting out industrial-scale disinformation is them. It's them. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, they're just trying to do it more. That's yeah. all that is. But, I mean, a lot of the typical shit. Um, you know, they talked about how Trump's victory, if Trump was uh, is to win the 2024 presidential election um, and get back in the White House, it would pose a, quote, fundamental challenge to Europe. Um, that came from the Black Rock uh, chief. That's, 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 that's not what they meant to say. What they meant to say was Trump victory will pose a fundamental challenge to our plans for mm-hmm. Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's 100 percent what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge their to democracy. our plans for Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, a lot of typical shit. You got, you know, <clears throat> Zelensky's back there. He's begging for money again. That's no surprise. Um, John Kerry got got snapped on um, about his uh, carbon footprints. Uh, By that plane he doesn't own? Right. Yeah. That he does not own, but his yeah. wife or something like that owns. Yeah. Mm. Um, Secretary of State, uh, Anthony Blinken, he got stranded in there on his Boeing. Um, I wonder why that would be. Um, but here's the real news. We got to talk about it. Argentina president, Mele, he lit the stage on fire. Um, this headline reads, long live freedom, damn it. Argentina's Mele dazzles Davos with tirade. Like an Argentine William Wallace, Javier Mele cried freedom at the end of a World Economic Forum speech in Davos in which he put forward a case for radical global capitalism. Mobbed by the media and attendees, Argentina's new president delivered a speech the likes of which the state halls uh, have rarely heard in 54 years. Part neoclassical economics lecture, part Trumpian tirade, his speech called for small government, the removal of bureaucratic elites, and the culling of any form of gender equality policies while also attacking any form of collectivist economics. Um, after all, socialism, quote, murdered 100 million people, Mr. Mele said, met by muted laughter from those in attendance. Quote, long live freedom, damn it, he said to applause after a 23-minute address. Mr. Mele took office last, last month, pledging to roll back the Argentine state after an election campaign punctuated uh, with populist tirades. Here's uh, a clip of his intro. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. Today, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others, and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We're here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> freedom, damn it. He's on it. Andy, what do you got on this? I mean, I think he's I think he's being very polite. 
because he's in their home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think he has to eat their food and drink I, their I water. Think, and yeah, shit. no shit, bro. Poison him. Yeah. Right. Um, if I was him, I wouldn't eat or drink anything there. I'd mm-hmm. get the fuck out of there right away. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, when he says well-meaning individuals that care, that are inadvertently leading people to a version of collectivism, I don't believe that to be true. I believe he's giving them the benefit of the doubt for the sake of being polite in their home, right? You go to someone's home, you don't tell them the full truth, you tell them the very nice way. You know what I mean? That's what it sounded like to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's right. And they're smiling and laughing because they're cheering the accomplishments of the mission they've set forth. So when they laugh about 100 million people being depopulated, or when they snicker about when he says freedom, they're laughing because they think they're winning. Mm. So that's an important point, I think, for people to understand. You know, why would they laugh? Well, they're, these people are fucks. They're evil, dude. They don't- I must say, like, what's funny about- <clears throat> they, are not well, they are not well-meaning individuals. No. So they're disgusted by us. Like this woman here, she's disgusted by us. She, this woman is so elite in terms of her life, right? How she lives, where she flies, what she does. She, she would not come to your home for dinner. Like she would be disgusted. She would put on like gloves to walk in your home and like, you know, probably a mask and probably like make weird faces and like insult you. That's how these people think of us. So I think it's important to understand these, these are the people they tell you to hate. When they tell you to eat the rich, these are the rich and people like me. It's not small business owner who became, you know, uh, a success story in your local economy. That's not, that's not what they mean. They mean, they, they, they mean us, but that's, when they say eat the rich, they're the rich. This is who we need to be. Yeah. <clears throat> it's real shit, man. These, yeah, these, I mean, dude, these people are fucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, guys, let us know what you guys think on this topic down in the comments. Like, um, I'm, I'm glad to, to see Melee doing, doing well, though, man. Yeah, for the time being. Yeah. You know, it's also interesting that, you know, like, dude, uh, real talk, watching how they've operated, if you go back and watch how the Global Economic Forum has operated and how this communist insurgency has operated for the last 50, 60 years, you know, they could have pulled this off in the, in the late 70s, early 80s here in America, and they didn't. And it makes me think, you know, that they're going to start inserting dissenting voices intentionally into their program because they realize they can't full they can't fully go all the way and get their way. You know, I, I believe that they intended to try to get their way when COVID happened, but they I mean, you've heard Klaus Schwab even say that the resistance was much more than they anticipated. Mm-hmm. We have to regain their trust now. Correct. Is, is the narrative. So now. and yeah, that's the theme of the Davos summit. So yeah. you know, this is a guy who could be there to help regain trust. They're allowing him to speak. They're they're not, you know, <clears throat> You know, they're allowing Trump to have more and more say again. I mean, after since the the primary or the uh, caucus the other night, you could see the mainstream media personalities start to slide their tune over to where they're like, well, you know, I'm not personally for Donald Trump, but he may be the president, you know, instead of like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who knows? Weird the way they, the way they do this is they push and push and push and push and push and then take like two steps back. It's like four steps forward two steps back with them. And so like, we have to be very cautious that we never let these people have an inch ever again with any of this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like make, we can make it to where they can't. We take as individuals can never go and allow this to ever happen again. And this starts with us telling the truth. It starts with us speaking the truth. You know, I, I get, I get called a lot of names for some of the things I say on the show, but like the one thing that I never get called uh, or very rarely get called is saying, well, he's telling, he's not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he's and a liar. Yeah. We, we, and in, we as individuals in this country, especially, have to start speaking the truth, even if it hurts people's feelings. Nobody wants to hurt people's feelings. Nobody wants to hurt to say something about trans people when certain people have trans daughters or son, right? Like nobody wants to hurt those people. But the reality is, is we have to call things what they are. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to talk about the crime. Otherwise, people be talking about it. We, but... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's uncomfortable. We have to tell the truth about uncomfortable things if we want to create a situation where these people cannot advance their agenda. And it's as simple as that. 
you know, all of these social weapons that we've been on the receiving end of for the last 25 years are, are real. Okay. You know, political correctness, um, participation trophies, the removal of competition, the removal of the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, um, the so silent majority, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, Me Too, like the feminist movement. All of these things are, are weapons. Uh, Self-censorship, you know, don't say that because you might offend this person. These are weapons so that they can dilute the truth to a point where nothing matters except your objective reality that you get to create. And that's not, that's, that's what a lot of these young kids think. They don't think there is a true reality that exists. They think that their reality is based upon a perception that they get to decide. It's whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, like if I moment. say that this this is water, they they can say, well, no, I don't agree that that's water. I agree that that's Pepsi. Yeah. And if you say different, you're you're stepping into their space and not respecting their their perspective. And bro, that's bullshit. Yeah, your you're perspective, not respect- yeah. <laughs> your perspective doesn't deserve any respect because it's based in lies. It's based outside of the realm of facts. So when we see someone who is, uh, you know, like the Leah Thomas situation where a, a grown man is swimming with women, that, that's not that's not up for debate. This is a man. A, a thousand years from now, they dig up his bones. They're going to be able to tell that was a dude. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And we can't sit here and respect these people's uh, perspectives at the risk of at destroying everybody else's perspective. So what we're saying is the the perspective of a protected class, a few individuals, is more important than actual reality for society. How's that going to work? Well, it doesn't work, and it's very it's, clear it's it doesn't not supposed work. to work. Do, yeah, that's right. That's correct. It's not supposed to work. It's supposed to remove all reality from the situation for the purpose of removing any uh, loyalty or any, uh, you know, patriotism one might have to their culture or their country so that they can form a one world government. That's what this is all about. And that's what these people have been pushing for the last 50, 60 years. Right. Yeah, guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments and let us know what you guys think on Davos 24. Um, that being said, let's keep this cruise moving. Let's head over to the comments. We've got cruise the comments. This comment comes from at uh, Ricky Beasley, 5220. He says, my wife saw what DJ looked like for the first time when we had the show on while working out. She said it was weird to see because she thought DJ was white. You must not listen to the show that much. Do I not? Like, I mean, like, are you saying that I, I sound white? I don't know. It sounds racist to me. Just saying, look at Rick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what? Is it, do I need to put like a, a bottle of Hennessy up here? To, I mean, I don't know. Maybe throw like a Newport 100. It's like, what you guys want? I don't know, <laughs> bro. I think half the black people think you're fucking white too, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. Headline number two. Uh, headline number two reads: Vivek at Trump event. 45th president will shut down the deep state. Uh, entrepreneur and farmer 2024 Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy declared former President Donald Trump uh, would, quote, shut down the deep state if elected back into the White House while speaking at a Trump campaign event in New Hampshire. Ramaswamy's appearance uh, at the Atkinson, New Hampshire event Tuesday evening comes the day after he dropped out of the presidential race and endorsed Trump following the 45th president's record-breaking victory in the Iowa caucuses Monday. Um, In the video streamed to Rumble by Right Side Broadcasting, the 38-year-old Ramaswamy said in his impassioned populist pitch on behalf of Trump that the nation is in a war uh, that is, quote, between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. He said, the country needs a commander-in-chief who will lead us to victory in this war. Here's the quick clip. There is not a better choice left in this race than this man right here, and that is why I am asking you to do the right thing as New Hampshire and to vote for Donald J. Trump as your next president, because we're not working with a lot of time here. If our kids are in high school before we get this right, we don't have a country left. That's what it means. We've been celebrating our diversity and our differences for so long that we forgot all of the ways that we are the same 
as Americans, bound by that common set of ideals that set this country into motion. We believe those ideals still exist. This man is going to be your next president to revive them. E pluribus unum. From many, one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. There are two genders in this country. Period. That is the truth. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear energy. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government in the United States, not four. And the U.S. Constitution is the strongest and greatest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is the truth. We fight for the truth. We stand up for the truth. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what reunited us after the Civil War. That is what won us two world wars and the Cold War. That is what still gives hope to the free world. And if we can revive that dream over group identity and victimhood and grievance, then nobody in the world, not a nation, not a corporation, not a virus, not China is going to defeat us. That is what American exceptionalism is all about. That is what we are going to revive to, yes, make America great again. Vote for this man right here in the New Hampshire primary. God bless you and your families. And may God bless our United States of America. Thank you, New Hampshire. It's good to see you guys. We're coming back and winning this in a landslide. We will not stop until we get this job done. Thank you all. God bless you and your families. Yeah, and to that, Donald Trump... Uh, well, I agree with everything he said. No doubt. Except the part where he said we celebrate diversity. Because we don't... I, we I don't think s- that was satire. We don't celebrate diversity. No. We celebrate... We celebrate in the, we, in the wrong ways. We celebrate the achievements of every culture except the white culture. And then we remove a lot of the facts about white culture and pretend that they weren't... It's not white culture that did these things. And there's... We see this in this critical race theory and in the history classes at school. Yes, other minority cultures have been celebrated for the last 15 years, but white people have not. So I think that's just an important point to say. No, that's real. Um, But to that Donald Trump, he he says that I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. We we remake every movie that has white people in it with fucking black people in it Mm -hmm. or fucking, or we remake Ghostbusters with women. I'm just saying it's, it's, I'm not like upset about it. I'm just saying like this shit ain't even convincing. It's important to fucking point out. Like, we need to stop this shit. Yeah. We need to start telling the truth. Everything else he said, I totally agree with. Yeah. Um, but to that, so Donald Trump responded to that. He uh, took the stage and did a little celebration hug and embrace. And then uh, Donald Trump made a very interesting statement. Let's watch the clip on that. Thank you. Wow, that's how was that? Pretty good, right? That was pretty good. And he's a fantastic guy. And he's really, uh, he's got something that's uh, very special because he started off with a Zippo and he's got, he ended up very strong. He did a great job. I was actually surprised when he called because he was doing well. And uh, it's an honor to have his endorsement. He's going to be working with us and he'll be working with us for a long time. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. That, that might be true, but Trump's Trump's notoriously terrible at picking people to work with. That's true. Okay, look at all the people he picked in his first term that ended up turning on him. I, you know, and and let's be real. The minute that Ramaswamy steps on Trump's toes in any way, shape, or form, or it's a perceived step on his toes, Trump's going to fucking destroy him and say, steals, like, steals the spotlight. Yeah, take he's going to say shine. he's a piece of shit. Yeah. When in reality, bro, <clears throat> if if Vivek is who he appears to be, in my opinion. Uh, which we could all be wrong. Um, Trump needs somebody like Vivek who can speak before him because no offense to Donald Trump, but you know, he's a little older. 
He's not as passionate as he once was. He's not as great of a speaker as he once was. And we touched on this on our last episode. You know, Trump, Trump is not very good at like painting the picture of what we're going to do. He's just very good at like defending himself or attacking people who are out of line, yeah. <clears throat> which is necessary. But we need vision. You also and we need tactics. And we need, need a vision yeah. painted for us. Yeah. And Ramaswamy is good at doing that. And so hopefully, they, you know, uh, Vivek is who he claims to be. I, I personally, my per, I personally think he is, um, but I don't trust anybody anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, my gut says that, you know, he is, he is who he, you know, he's got, you got little kids, dude. You heard him. He said, you know, they're going to be in high school. We won't have a country. I agree with that. I think most people agree with that. I think that's the truth. And I think he's worried about that. Yeah. You know, I've spoken with him a lot. Like him and I have spoke, you know, outside the podcast quite a bit. And I, I don't know, man, you know, he could be a really good liar too. Who knows? But at the end of the day, you know, I will say the DeSantis crowd has become like so anti-Trump that it's fucking disgusting. Like real talk, like you guys, I like I see I see all these tweets of people talking all this crazy shit about how they're not going to vote for Trump if he's the nominee and he's ruined the Republican Party and this and that. And I click on their profile and all these people are, you know, they live in a nice house and they live in a they have a decent financial situation and some of them are even very wealthy. And they're like throwing a selfish tam- temper tantrum because their candidate just got spanked in Iowa and they're saying and vowing never Trump, never Trump, never Trump. And like, bro, are you really an American? Like real talk to even say that? Because we all know what's going to happen if Biden remains president. And all those, there's all these people out here that can't make paychecks connect, you know what I mean? Make ends meet. They're suffering. They're struggling. They're, they're, they're on the verge of, of totally losing everything. And some of them, a lot of them have lost everything because of this. And we got these elite DeSantis supporters, you know, and, and, saying I'm never going to vote for Trump even if he's a nominee that's a very selfish take bro like you're going to let the, you're going to let the country burn for your own ego you know what I'm saying there's a lot of things about Trump that I disagree with for real yeah. but you know why I'm successful in life because I've mastered decision making I don't get the right decision every time I make a decision like when I come in here to work very often in fact most of the time the two decisions I'm presented with neither are perfect right so I make the best decision of what's available. And then when I get down that line and another decision time comes, I make the best decision again. I don't throw temper tantrums because it's not perfect or it's not my way or it's not what it is. I make the best decision that's going to move us forward in a way that, you know, produces long-term success. And it's weird to me to watch these grown adults stomp their feet and kick, kick air and shit uh, because DeSantis got his ass beat in, in, in Iowa. You whooped. know what I mean? Whooped. Like, motherfucker, like, Trump's going to be the nominee, dude. Like, you guys are going to have to eat some crow. Like, real talk. And you're going to have to realize that, like, you know, you're probably the only rich person in your family. You're probably the person that decides who gets taken care of, and you probably take care of your whole family and all this shit. Like, most rich people do that are ultra rich and shit. Okay? They, they handle business for their family. Your family's going to be fucked, bro. And that's going to be more money out of your pocket. That's going to be more responsibility for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. These people are not thinking it through. And those of you that own businesses that are saying this shit, you're you're a fucking idiot. Like you're going to you're going to kill your own customers. Like how can people buy your shit if if you want uh you won't vote and participate in moving the country maybe not in the ideal way but in the in the best available way at the time. So you're going to cut your own fucking throat because of your ego? That makes no sense, bro. It is stupid. And it like you know, we see a lot of it on the internet, man. And like, I can, I can hear the criticisms of Trump. Like I can hear, yeah. Hey man, you know, like there's some things about him that he's fucking d- done wrong that I wish he would have done different that I wish he was different on. But the reality is, is those are the choices we have right now. We don't have another choice this year. I'm glad I don't agree, agree 100% with everything he says or does. You're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. That's not the point. Yeah. But who's the best? And I think personally, like, if, if, it, if it's DeSantis or Trump and you make it as like, bro, it's. It's a wasted vote for one, and you're an idiot. You don't want you don't want unity. You don't want the problems you see fixed because no, you're well, you're going to destroy you your own right life now. because your ego. It's stupid, and man. you're going to destroy the life of your friends and your family and and your customers. You're not going to have a business. It's stupid. Listen, dude, if you own a small business in America, this is real. If you own a small business in America, and I mean one that's not part of Davos and World Economic Forum, I mean a small business. If you if Biden goes for four more years, you will not have a business. Yeah. So you should think about that. There will be no business for you. 
Yeah. None. It's interesting too that like DeSantis hasn't dropped out, nor has Haley. Um, I think it's highly irresponsible. DeSantis really fucked himself, dude. Yeah. DeSantis got surrounded. Like he's by running some- on. He's either running on ego <laughs> or like he's he's running because see, like I feel like there's this too, right? Like why would they not be dropping out, bro? DeSantis is fucking stupid. I'll tell you why. I think he's a. I think he's good at the job. Yeah. I think he would do a good job, but he's a terrible campaigner and terrible strategic guy. Had he just right now, uh, Florida just flipped some seats in Congress to fucking Democrat because they got an absentee governor. Yeah. You, you see what I'm he's saying? So busy out here. Yes. Yeah. So now we're in a situation where you know, like DeSantis, if you had had some some hum, some humility and some patience, you would be the automatic president in 2028. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to compete with Ramaswamy and some other people who have not yet said they're going to do anything. You see what I'm saying? It's not good. Yeah. So, so yeah. see, I look at it like this: like he would have been an automatic pick. I'm almost getting like a sense of like over arrogance from DeSantis, and I say that because like, like what does he know that we don't? Like, does he think that the like, bro, Trump's gonna be the nominee? What would stop him from being that if they arrest him and those indictments go through? So is he banking on Trump getting arrested and not? Be, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what do you? Why are you still in the fight, bro? Your state's falling listen, apart. Listen, listen, these people were real Americans, like for real, like they real would bow out, if real Americans and they cared about country, and they cared about the people they say they care about, all of them would drop out, and we would right. create one massive movement. That's my biggest issue. And like, and they, But each one of them, they'll go up there, and they'll try to talk about DEI, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it is meritocracy. Best person for the job, right? Yeah. Right. You're not it. Yeah. Back not- the fuck out. Look, I think DeSantis could do a good job. I just think that he's playing some very bad cards strategically. Yeah. Where he, if he would just wait four more years, his record in Florida could have been that much greater and I said this before he ran. Mm-hmm. So let's not, this isn't hindsight analysis. Like I fucking said, this is what he should do. And if he had me in his ear, uh, somebody who's actually smart instead of a bunch of fucking paid morons, uh, we w- you would have been president in 28, but now you're going to have to compete with some other people. Mm-hmm. And those other people are going to build massive fucking movements from now until then. Yeah, because you're going to be working on cleaning up the shit storm in your state. Yeah. <laughs> True shit. Final thoughts on this uh, real quick. Uh, MSM, they refused to show and refused to air Donald Trump's victory speech mm-hmm. in Iowa, but they ran Haley into mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the clip of Maddow? Yeah, it was, like, it was insane. Holy. You had it? Yeah, let's yeah, watch it real quick. Interject. Sorry. I'm sorry, I just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. She won't even mention uh, his name. We will let you know won't if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision not. that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision, but there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. And that is a fundamental truth of our business and who yeah. we are. And so his you, remarks you guys stop tonight pausing. will not fuck her. Okay, you you fucking you fucking ran COVID into the dirt, telling everybody they're gonna fucking die. Yeah, co- you had a COVID tri- ticker on your fucking screen, scaring people in- to death for your cause. You lied about fucking Russia Trump collusion, which was fucking proven fact. And then and then when that was proven that, that was a lie, they didn't say shit. Okay, they still go with it. You lied about J six. You lied about voting. You lied about all kinds of shit. You lied about COVID and people died. Mm-hmm. They lied about ivermectin. They said it didn't work. They lied about hydroxychloroquine. They said there was no therapeutic. These people are fucking criminals, dude. And the reason that they don't want to show Donald Trump is because they are afraid that if Trump gets back in power, that they will be held liable for the damage that they cause to society, as they should be. There should be no immunity for people like this. No, no. No, but they definitely, uh, they did their Haley, uh, Nikki Haley and... uh, Yeah, Nikki Haley talked like she won the fucking election, bro. Yeah, she did. It was kind of weird. She's a weirdo. Yeah. Did you know that she fucking? You know that Nikki Haley's not her real name. No, it's like. Not, did you know that? Namrata. Did you else. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Namrata. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Linda, and she fucking told me that. Yeah. She's Linda. She has like Indian. Wake up heritage. with Linda if you guys aren't following her. She's got some good takes. She's yeah. been on the show a few times. What does Namrata mean? She's Indian or something. I think. Yeah, she's Indian. Yeah. Do you know her? 
Fortunately, no. What, is that racist? <laughs> kind of. Is it? We're all racist here. All right, well, hey, toughen up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 well, guys, let's keep this cruise moving. Tell us down in the comments what you guys thought about that headline. Um, and now for a little special segment. I got something for you. All right, but we got we got to lay down some some fundamental rules, okay? So this segment is just leaving this here. Oh, so I'm gonna throw up a headline, and you can't say anything about it. Okay, all right. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, gonna fail this test. <laughs> so guys, today is just leaving this here. Headline reads: Ex leader of Canadian LGBTQ Pride group accused of child sex crimes. Just leaving that here. <laughs> yep. Just leaving that here. Yep. Mm. Is that it? That's him. Yeah. Just just leaving that here. Mm. All right. You did good. You did you did good. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Just leaving this. Come here. on, man. This ain't even right. Hey, man. Hey, I'm shocked. <laughs> Did I fail? No, you're good. I All think right, I'm maybe outside the safe zone. Yeah, we're good. All right, we're good. All right. Headline number three. Headline number three reads: Undercover FBI agents helped autistic teen plan trip to join ISIS. Now I gotta give I gotta give some applause here, and I got plenty of context here, right? This is diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shit, no yeah. shit. Um, but you know, we we covered a, a couple of stories. So this is by the Intercept again, right? And they, they should just make him president. Who? The autistic teen. Oh yeah. That yeah. way we can show that we're not discriminatory against autistic people and terrorists. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we don't hate terrorists. We we don't discriminate against autistic people. Hopefully, you know, he's he's a minority, a, a POC. He is right. Mm -hmm. Oh, is he? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we could check all the boxes. We could just put him in charge and let him run shit and see what happens. It'd be great. No, but like I mean, we we cover stories on this, and th like there, there's some a lot of fucked up shit about this. I just want to talk about it. Let's uh, let's dive into this article. Um, Hamza Mashkur Hot just cleared security at Denver International Airport when the FBI showed up. The agents had come to arrest the 18 year old who was diagnosed with a developmental disability and charged him with terror related crimes. At the time of the arrest, a relative later said in court. Mashkur was reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid, a book written for elementary school children. Now, Mashkur had gone to the airport on December 18th to fly to Dubai and from there to either Syria or Afghanistan as part of his alleged plot to join the Islamic State. The trip had been spurred by over a year of online exchanges, starting when Mashkur was 16 years old with four people he believed were members of ISIS. According to the Justice Department's criminal complaint, the four were actually undercover FBI agents. As a result of his conversations with the FBI, Mashkur <clears throat> could face a lengthy sentence for attempting to provide material support to a terrorist organization. At an initial court hearing, family members said that Mashkur, who had just turned uh, who had turned 18 just a few weeks prior to the arrest, had intellectual dif difficulties and had been diagnosed with autism. Despite acknowledging Mashkur's family support and uh, his young age, the judge ordered that he be detained while awaiting trial. Quote, it is not lost on this court that Mr. Mashkur is a young man with possible mental illness and the diagnosis of high functioning autism. It is clear he has a sea of familiar uh, familial support, the judge said, uh, quote, but based on this evidence, there's no reasonable assurance that the court can simply chalk all of this up to the defendant simply being a young man. Um, law enforcement agents first became aware of Mashkur's online activities in support of ISIS in November 2021. But instead of alerting his family, Mashkur's lawyer told The Intercept, the FBI agents posing as ISIS members befriended him a year later and strung him along until he became illegal adult. Quote, it is appalling that the government never once reached out to his parents even while they were sending undercover agents to befriend him online, starting when he was 16 years old, said Joshua Herman, a defense attorney representing Meshkor. Quote, almost all of the conduct he is alleged to have committed took place when he was a juvenile. 
Um, and it's not the first time. They did this a couple of times to a couple of different people. 18-year-old arrested on terrorism charges is mentally like a child. Um, or one teen and three FBI operatives was the government behind a 17-year-old's terror plot in Texas. Um, or this one, after his mother asked for help, FBI terrorism sting targets mentally ill teen. They have a history of doing this. Yeah. And it's interesting because with J6 just passing not too long ago, you got this guy, Ray Epps, who is on video. Saying, let's go in the Capitol over and over and over. Literally again. inciting. The night before and the day of. Literally inciting it. But he's just sentenced to probation and has no jail time at all. And guess what? There is record of him being a paid informant I've by seen the, the FBI. Why, is there? Yes. I don't know that. Yeah, it was in the court documents. Well, that's allegedly. I haven't seen that. I've seen it with my own time. It was in the court. It was in the actual court filing. It was laid out during his depositions. Um, you know, and so my, but my issue here is, okay, so we're spending all of these resources trying to get these, these juvenile American citizens entrapped in some type of domestic terror plot, right? Is it because we don't have, like, is there not enough actual terrorism, domestic terrorism that's happening here, right? Well, how do you think like, they're doing it? Is there not enough domestic terrorism that we got to implant and Why do you think all these people that do these shootings end up being mentally ill, mentally disturbed people? It's a lot of the same, like, the, the, the fucking common denominators are all there. <clears throat> yeah, and they all have another common denominator, which is this. Oh, the FBI was aware of their activities long before they actually executed their plan. Mm -hmm. So it would be reasonable to assume that there is a connection there. I think that's more than reasonable to say. Yeah. You know, but my issue is we're spending all of these resources and all this taxpayer dollars to focus and create domestic terrorism when we know that there's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of military age males, both Chinese foreign nationals and other countries, countries that are our actual enemies pouring across our border. Where is the, where's the resources being poured into that? Where is the tracking on those guys for years? Where does that happen? And it's funny because I pulled up the Federal Bureau of Investigation's budget request uh, for this year um, that was written by Christopher Ray, right? And then he outlines that they're requesting uh, almost $11.5 billion for this year. Um, and I started digging through into all of this stuff. And, you know, like, what, what about, you know, okay, domestic terrorism side, like, what about the the, the, the human trafficking and crimes against children and, and, and how big of a problem that is? Oh, well, it's funny because, like, you know, they state that in 2022, um, they were only able to recover 84 victims in the entire year. Hmm. But we're literally trying to create our own domestic terrorists. And you got hundreds of thousands of children going missing every single year in this country. Well, first of all, regardless of what's going on, you shouldn't be trying to instigate people into doing attacks. You it's know, entrapment. These, pe these people are very famous for, in for arranging false flag situations to gain support um, for initiatives that they want to do. You know, if we're being, if we're being, very honest and it's a painful discussion and unfortunately it hurts a lot of people's feelings and people get very upset about it but if we look at 9-11 you know 9-11 is very it's very hard to disprove that that was a false flag operation in order to put us into a war where all these people got super wealthy and millions and millions and millions of middle eastern people were killed okay and you know, there's there's a there's a large percentage of people that believe 9/11 was was some type of an inside, inside job, right? Yeah. Or inside false yeah. flag. And these people are not these people, in my opinion, are not <clears throat> are not. And I know all the shit. Like I know Building Seven, and I know you know the melting the point melting, of missing. I know all the shit. Three trillion and I know, dollars. Yeah, and I know yeah. the Pentagon. I know all the shit. You don't have to tell me, okay? I know it all. I'm trying to be respectful because there's people that listen to this that have loved ones that were killed in that in that situation. That might or from the byproducts of that situation. Yeah, but really, like those people should be the ones that are upset the most about what happened because I do believe that that was uh, something that was orchestrated intentionally for us to gain support to go to war. And those of you that aren't old enough to remember, you know, there was never a more patriotic time in my adult life than there was on 9 12 2001. Okay, everybody unified, everybody, and everybody was of the mindset, kill them all. 
that was what it was. It wasn't, there was no mercy, dude. And they whipped everybody into a frenzy. And I was one of them, dude. I bought into it. I wanted to fucking flatten and turn the Middle East into fucking glass. I talked about it for fucking years. And now it's embarrassing for me to think back that I fell for that because I don't believe that's the truth anymore. I believe the truth is, is that, you know, the biggest racist event that's ever happened in the history of earth ever was the blaming of 9-11 on Muslims and Islam. Yeah. <clears throat> because, dude, that's just not the nature of those people, uh, of their everyday people. It's just not. And so it's very, it's, it's very, it's a very sensitive subject. I don't talk about it flippantly, you know, um, but I think it's something that we got to be honest about. And I also believe that our own government killed uh, JFK. You know, most Americans believe that. There's, there is a, most Americans that are read up on the situation believe that. They say the CIA killed him mm-hmm. for a number of different reasons, one of which he wanted to put us back on a gold standard. And isn't it weird that every single leader that's ever wanted to go back on the gold standard was fucking somehow killed? All mm-hmm. of them? Omar to Qaddafi, Saddam Hussein, JFK. Go back through history. Adolf Hitler. Yeah, all of them, dude. All of them. Every person that ever said we're not going to work on the world on the uh, um, Federal Reserve, they fucking killed. And that's why Malay in Argentina is in deep shit, in my opinion. Look, man, these people, the FBI doesn't, there's no need for FBI to exist. Not the way that it does. It just doesn't. Nor the CIA, nor the ATF. These are unconstitutional organizations that impose strict rules on society that are not voted on. They are not, um, they're not passed by Congress. They are just, they are, they are, the DOJ, these people are, ro- these are rogue people that are above the law. They get to do whatever they want. They are fucking gangsters. Okay, and I know there's some good FBI agents and I know there's some good CIA guys. I know them. Like, I fucking am friends with those guys. And dude, they tell you. They'll, t- they'll be like, bro, it's insane. It's fucking overrun by these fucking traitors. So, <clears throat> you know, the good FBI agents and the good CIA and the good ATF guys, they got to they gotta stop complying internally even if it costs them their job. And then they got to be public about it and blow the whistle. You know? And, and Trump and Vivek... If they get in, which who knows, who knows what's going to happen, whoever gets in, they have, we have to remove these things. You know, one of the things that I don't like. They cannot exist how they do now. Yeah. And our oppressive tax system cannot exist the way it exists. Cannot exist anymore like this. That, you know, the income tax was supposed to be temporary and then they just kept it. Just to get us through the war. Yeah. Like two weeks to, two weeks to slow the curve, two weeks to stop the spread. Right. Now we're a bunch of slaves. Like people are like, oh, bro, you take it too far. We're not slaves. We're free. No, we're not. You work for the government. I work for the government. If we add up all the money that we spend over the course, we earn over the course of the year, regardless if you're in the poverty level tax bracket, if you make $20,000 a year, and when you add up all the tax that you pay to for income tax, that you pay for to own things, to hold things, to buy things, to, to gas tax, all these taxes, you pay more than 50% of your, your revenue to the government. And if it's not more, it's right at. For everybody else that's not in the lowest bracket, it's over. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then we have these millions of people that don't pay any tax that get the benefit of those taxes. That's not right either. And they get those people to yell tax the rich more. Yeah, that's right. And the more, that's what they want. They want the majority of people to be those people so that they can villainize all the cultural realities of capitalism and remove them so that we can have one subservient slave class that they get to rule over. That's the whole play. You know, if we create 55% of the country that screams tax the rich and fuck capitalism because they don't have anything, and then we're paying with our taxes to support them, eventually what happens is the people who produce stop producing. They say it's not fucking worth it. They move to other countries. They, they close their businesses. They say, I've done enough. I'm just going to retire. And there's a whole book written about this called Atlas Shrugged. And if if you don't if you if you can't read the whole book, you should go read a summary of it, because it talks about. And this is very real. We have to get back to a place in America where people who contribute get to have the most say. That means if you file a tax return, you get to vote. You get to have a say in what's going on. If you do not file a tax return, you do not get to vote. You do not get to have a say. If you're on government assistance, you do not get to have a say. That's not fair. Everybody says it's equal and this and that. No, it's not. It's not equal at all because it's punishing the people who are actually getting out of bed every day and working their motherfucking asses off. So we have to have some major reform in this country, especially around the tax code. And like very few of these people are fucking talking about it. That should be the main thing that every voter is fucking screaming at these people. When are you going to change the tax code? 
When are you going to correct the size of the government? When are you going to remove these agencies so that the United States government is no longer the biggest organization that's ever existed in humankind? Like we are fucking slaves in America. The sign on the door says freedom, but that ain't what you find on the inside. It's not what you find. It's a lie. And until we get back to a place where we get to keep most of our money, and by the way, I'm all for paying taxes. The taxes are used properly. Let's look at Dubai. They don't pay any tax. Look at their place. Mm -hmm. No crime, beautiful streets, no litter, no nothing. Because they're hard on crime and they utilize their capital resources to build their infrastructure in a beautiful way. And we could easily do that with our tax revenue. But these people that are in politics um, are are not serving the people anymore. They're serving themselves. And that's that's why our cities look like shit. That's why there's litter everywhere. That's why there's crime everywhere. These people do not fucking care about us, bro. And I don't know that electing a politician of any sort is what's going to fix the problem. I think we can slow it down, but unless someone that's radical comes in and fucking breaks it apart and fucking rebuilds it, you know, I mean, look, dude, depending on how things go, like I would be willing to do that. I just don't have enough fucking horsepower to do it this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 2028 comes around and we're in a fucking, you know, I'm going to, I'm in the spot to do it. I'll wreck this bitch and fucking rebuild it the way it should be. And everybody will fucking live in free America the way it should be. Nothing will change without the individual changing, though. That's what you guys got to understand. Without you doing your part, nothing's going to change. Nothing. Nothing. If you don't adopt the mentality of personal excellence in your own life and being the best American citizen that you can be, there doesn't matter who we elect because nothing's going to be able to get done. It's a cultural problem. First, political problem second. Guys, let's get on to our final segment of the show. As always, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up. We talk about it. It'll get one of those two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, wrestling legend Hulk Hogan helps rescue woman after car accident. I saw this. Yeah. 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 I thought it was pretty. I like Hulk Hogan, man. I've always liked him, too. Um, legendary pro wrestler Hulk Hogan was seen rushing to the scene of a car accident in Florida Sunday to help a victim climb out of her overturned car. Witnesses say that Hogan was riding in a car on the highway in Clearwater, Florida, when a woman swerved her car, made a somersault, turned over, and then ground to a halt right ahead of them, Um, TMZ reported on January 15th. Apparently, the mighty Hulk jumped out of his car, and he and his pal Jake rushed over to see- Jake the Snake? Jake the Snake. You think that's who he was with? Oh, yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. Really? He had a snake. Yeah, I know. They put the snake in the the window- and the motherfucker ran out the car. That That's how it happened. <laughs> Just like you saved my life the other day. I was getting to that. Yeah. yeah okay. I was getting to that. Um, Hogan, 70, and Jake, a U.S. Marine, were seen helping the woman squirm out of the destroyed vehicle. Uh, TMZ sources told them that Jake helped yank open the driver's side, uh, side car door, uh, and then he and Hulk helped get the victim out of the crashed, unbuckled from her car seat, and gently pulled her out of her car. Hogan's wife, Sky Daly, jumped to Instagram soon afterward and praised her husband, writing, quote, last night after we left dinner in Tampa, we saw a car flip in front of us. I truly admire my husband at Hulk Hogan and our good buddy at Jake Rask uh, for springing into action, puncturing the girl's airbag and getting her quickly out of the car. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just really rattled, which is an absolute miracle. Uh, the woman they helped pulled out of the wrecked car was reportedly a 17-year-old um, 17-year-old woman. There's your problem. Um, quote, it's a typical... Uh, <laughs> just going to leave that there. Uh, but WrestleMania.com, they posted this picture of him at the car scene. Um, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, somebody commented. They said, uh, imagine being in a car crash and all you hear is, give me your hand, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Or, or even better, you start hearing this in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know nothing about this, bro. bro. I fucking love Hulk Hogan. That was me my whole life, dude, up until I was like 44. Yeah, point being, I was going to play that the other day. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Point being, I was going to play that. I should have played that song the other day when I yeah. saved you from that car Fuck, fire. Fuck, dude. We had a fucking incident, didn't we? I almost blew up. Yeah. Real AF almost ended. I dragged Andy It was the, the deep state. That's, that's what, what it was. It was. Sabotage. Bro, that's what it was. It was. It was sabotaging my truck, bro. It's I was driving my line. fucking H1 70 miles an hour on the fucking highway, and the fuel line blew off, 
and I lost power to power brakes and power steering. And uh, almost try, slid into a ditch. Trying to drive a truck that size with no power steering and no power brakes, we were lucky that it was like zero and nobody was out because, dude, real talk, if someone would have been in the way, I wouldn't have been able to stop. Oh, no, no. And that's a, what, 15,000 pounds? I don't know truck? what the fuck it weighs. It weighs two, I mean, me and you couldn't push it. No. We, him, DJ and I tried to push it out of the, it was like up against the curb where it landed. And we couldn't move it. Yeah. What a fucking ordeal. Dude, that was wild. Yeah, those fucking. That 450 came in handy. Yeah, dude, that thing's a tank. <laughs> we, dude, that 450 is a beast. It's a beast, man. Yeah. Pulled it out like butter. Ben Craven built, just throwing it out there. If you want something badass built, you want a badass car, badass truck, call Ben Craven. Mm -hmm. And if you forward slash, not an ad. Yeah, give me a uh, commission on those, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my buddy Ben. Yeah. He's built like eight of my cars and they're all amazing. It's like the first problem I've ever really had with anything that he built. I love that he still has his NWO shirt on. Yeah. Motherfucker, that's the Hulk Hogan, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Andy, what we I like this? I've always liked Hulk Hogan, dude. Like he's he to me, dude, because like he has all these controversies and all these things that have happened to him, but he's always like smiled and he's always been cool to people and he's mm -hmm. never been a perfect guy. Like he's the opposite of the people I was talking about earlier that like judge everybody. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like I've just always liked him, bro. He's had some wins in life. He's had some failures in life, and he's very open about it. Like it's just he's a he's he's a real dude. It's a regular dude. Man. Yeah, I love to have Hulk Hogan on the fucking show. Bro. Oh, let's make that happen, Hulk. Let's do it, man. We'll play your song. We'll do the thing together. Come on in, brother. I'll even dress like him on the fucking show, bro. <laughs> he can dress. He can dress like me. I'll let him sit here. I'll sit over there. Yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it, man. Well, thumbs up. Thumbs obviously up to that. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. Well, guys, Andy, that's all I got. All right, guys. Don't forget to pay the fee. You know, we get traffic throttled and banned and all that stuff. So uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no hit